Cultural English Podcast, success stories from beyond the English language barrier. Follow along with the transcript linked in the description. Hello and welcome to the Natural English Podcast. My name is Nahum and if this is your first time listening in, this is our chance to speak to different people from different countries who have used English and are pursuing different projects or careers. And if you want to access study materials relating to this, just head on to our website. The link is in the description. And I'm really happy to have a good friend of mine with us today. Erica, welcome to the Natural English Podcast. Thank you for, for coming. Hi, Nahum. Thank you very much for having me. So Erica, as I said to you before, I was pretty excited to record this. It's been a few weeks in the making, trying to track you down because you've been super busy with your project, which we'll talk about in a bit more detail afterwards. But yes, just to start, can you tell us a bit, bit about yourself, where you're from and where you're, where you're currently living? Uh, I'm Erica Reyes. I'm originally from Mexico City. And right now I'm based in Toronto, Canada. Uh, we, we call it Toronto, actually. Uh, Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> that's the locals' pronunciation. Exactly. That still, still, I, I, I still need to, to keep it in my mind. It's not normal. It's not natural. But it's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Erica, we met a few years ago. Time, time flies. And since we've been friends, there's been one issue which you have reminded me of several times, <laughs> maybe told me off a few times. And it's all about plastic waste and solving this issue, which seems to be increasingly talked about year, year by year. And it's a, it's a problem which affects everyone. So where did it all begin? When did you become so passionate about solving this problem? I think um, it was back uh, when I was living in Abu Dhabi. I watched a documentary called Bag It, and okay. it made me realize the impact of something that we use for five minutes or less. Um, it was the natural impact, the impact to our natural resources, to our ecosystems, but also to my health. Uh, so single-use plastics are linked with obesity, infertility, um, and are things that we never think about because we're just busy living and enjoying the moment and hanging out with our family and friends and you never realize all these single-use plastics uh, that are around us when we are having lunch with our friends, when we are having dinner, when we are uh, giving a gift to, to, to our family members and loved ones. So I think for me, that was the moment that made me realize my personal impact, but also my impact as, as a professional, because all that I wanted to do in life, I think it's very linked with my personal dream of becoming a, a, a very good marketer at Coca-Cola <laughs> back in that time. And I suddenly saw um, the per professional impact and personal impact of single-use plastics in the world. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm guilty. I think <laughs> most people are guilty of having this habit of using single use plastics. People may or may not know that in the UK, it's very common to have something called a meal deal. Um, a meal deal is great because it's three pounds or it was three pounds at the time and you get a drink, a sandwich and a packet of crisps or a chocolate bar for three pounds. And it's an extremely popular habit at lunchtimes. And I remember when we worked together, in the same office, that that became a bit of a, a talking point, let's say, about the amount of single use plastics that I personally was using. But yeah, that was at a micro level. So you're, you're quite keen to explain to people at a micro level about the impacts and how they can improve. And I think it's, think, um, it's very, very linked to, to, to having a lot of empathy with people because I was also in that state before. And I think it's not about who, who the culprit is, but the, like if you want to do something about it or not. Or it's, it's about finding who will stop it. And I believe that we all have the power to stop it. But it's a habit and it's so difficult to change. So. <laughs> yeah, how, how did you break a habit of a lifetime? I think educa- education, whether that's through friends like yourself or increasingly we see documentaries about the ocean. Blue Planet is an excellent one. More recently, I watched Seaspiracy. Yeah, again, it's a controversial documentary, but talking about plastics in all the different forms. Consumption. Uh, yeah. And you moving ahead a few years, you have this vision to create a, a movement in starting with Toronto and then hopefully, I guess, moving into other <laughs> parts of the world. So yeah, tell us about this movement that you have very recently launched in Toronto. It's like a huge, huge vision for me because uh, for me, something put me in movement, in motion. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it put the role body, no, the, the <laughs> I'm still having issues with that phrase, the, the ball rolling. Ah, yeah, get the ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. Very good, um, yeah. Just to, yes. start, meaning just to start something, yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think we all need this little accident uh, to become environmentalist, uh, normal environmentalist. And for us, we believe that food and bring us together. And takeout is something that everyone does, everyone loves. And what we are doing is to make the takeout zero waste. In the normal way, in the same way you order takeout today through a, through a food ordering platform, mm-hmm. you are able to go to our platform, place your order, and there is a change. And you will, you will realize the change, the difference. When you arrive to the restaurant, you pick up your food, and it's in a reusable and beautiful container. So in that moment, you will feel good because there is no single-use plastics. But also when you are eating your food, you realize that you are not eating out of garbage. Uh, your food is, looks beautiful 
just as as the, the chef intended to for you to have this experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so away with plastic and polystyrene, mm-hmm. and in with metallic stainless met- steel. Stainless <laughs> steel, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, it's kind of intuitive in the way it's tracked, right? Technology com- comes yes. together with with the containers. Yeah, so we have an NFC technology embedded uh, that helps us uh, to know who has each container, for how long, um, how long has it been in your account, and you have seven days to bring it back and to earn impact points. So we will reward your positive impact, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and you can accumulate impact points and then exchange it for more local bites. We are only working with independent and local restaurants. How have the restaurants responded to this new <laughs> way of, of ordering and delivering? I had so many responses. Uh, we have been knocking so many doors, educating so many restaurants. So um, some of the restaurants were very afraid of it because it's the, the fear of the unknown. Mm. Um, but our restaurant partners are very passionate about the change that we are bringing in society. And uh, they believe in our mission. Um, so the restaurant that said yes to Inuit, <laughs> <laughs> um, they are very excited for, for the whole vision that we have of making the takeout industry more human, more centered to bringing value back to our food. Uh, Because today we perceive takeout as something uh, fast and uh, cheap and uh, I don't know, like brands as McDonald's or Mm. Burger King comes to my mind when you hear takeout. But what we want to, to do is to, to allow people to identify if the restaurant is using ingredients that are good for the community, such as farm to table, organic ingredients. Um, and they love it because they are paying extra money for their ingredients to, to be different. Yeah. And they're happy to showcase that. Yeah. So in with mem- uh, partners, have that kind of seal of quality on them, but you still, as a consumer, you still have convenience because it's still a takeout. Uh, you still, you don't have to wash the container till the next day if you don't want to, and you can mm-hmm. still, in that sense, you keep the keep the convenience but improve the the quality of things. Yes, that's great. A bit more generally, do you feel that there is a shift globally? In terms of plastic waste, do you think, have you noticed that mentalities are changing towards it? I think in the UK, I certainly see people are more educated and a lot of people are making slightly different decisions mm-hmm. in their consumption. How, what have you seen? A lot has changed. I, I, I mean, I remember when we met Nehu, uh, it was 2016, 2017. Something like that. Yeah, I'll agree. Like I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I don't know. Like I, I, 
I'm having different conversations today uh, with people, for instance. I think back in that time, the, the conversations were about, is it a problem or not? Today, the conversation is, how do we solve the problem? We have already acknowledged that it's a problem. So um, I started my work in, in uh, sustainability and fighting single-use plastics two years ago. And back in that time, uh, people were asking me, why reusing? Why, why is that? Isn't better to just use compostables? And I think today we understand that the problem is not the material, but the way we use things our habits <laughs> yeah day-to-day -day habits um, it doesn't stop there like after you see single-use single-use plastic single-use waste then you will start realizing that oh shoot we need to change our lifestyle we need to change the way we are living we need to change our house our car our way of transportation but it's fine it's overwhelming it's it's a lot of changes in our life and with those changes, we lose identity also. Because it's not just the house, but the dream that you had. Um, mm. You know, it, there is a yeah. lot of identity uh, in, in, in that. But what we want to do with Inuit is take you step by step, little by little. Uh, we are not focused on perfection, but in progression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important, yeah. I think <laughs> the idea of going one day to the next zero waste lifestyle is uh, certainly it's not possible. <laughs> yeah, you, baby steps. It's not sustainable. <laughs> That's not sustainable, ironically. Um, and yes. er Erica, so you you're the founder of Inwit. You've got lots, a, lot, a big team, a growing team, and yeah, recently you you took some English classes with one of our, our teachers. Why did you decide to take English classes? Why is it essential to what you do and how, how does it help? So um, I, to give a little bit of context, I never really took uh, English lessons. I was always learning by myself or um, by listening others, by uh, having informal uh, classes. Uh, but I wanted to express better my ideas. I wanted to, because my work is inspiring others to be more sustainable, is to inspire others to join the movement. And uh, sometimes it's very challenging for me to, to express my ideas. And uh, there are so many, like it's, everything is about habits, right? Mm. Like I learned, I learned some words or some ways to express myself. And it's just a sticky. Uh, I needed a little bit of help to be able to identify my mistakes uh, in order to improve. So yeah. I will say that everything was first. <laughs> I, I, I think as, uh, as a person that uh, English is my second language, uh, I can talk about it in a very generic way, I, I had a lot of insecurities of, uh, of the way I, ex I express my ideas. Mm -hmm. 
and what I wanted it was to feel a little bit less uh, insecure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're speaking to so many people and visiting restaurants, and you have a kind of a vision that you want to give to people. You want people to buy in and kind of understand that vision and having that extra confidence and mm-hmm. uh, knowing how to express it clearly is of course yeah essential to to spread it spreading that message and getting more people on board for sure yes but also because i think when you are when you are learning a language uh, and it's your second or third language it's always very challenging uh, it's very vulnerable like you are all the time thinking about, hey, I'm making a mistake. Is it right? Uh, and I think that that brought me to to to, to look for help. So uh, I'm very happy with what I have uh, learned so far and all the improvement that I have done. I think a lot of it, a lot of it, it was awareness. Yeah, I think that's a, a common a common trap. You know, I, I've certainly fallen into it at times with Portuguese when I'm speaking Portuguese with friends, and I think, oh, nobody corrects me. I, I must be, I'm, I must be, you know, perfect, impe- impeccable. Uh, but when you actually sit down and have a class, and someone stops you, that's when you kind of you begin to make new connections and uh, see your see your real level. Yeah, it humbles you, but it's an important part of it. Verica, um, how, how can people connect with Inwit or what one thing do you think people can do to get on board with uh, eliminating single-use plastic? Well, first, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, got to plug the Instagram. What's, what, what's, what's the handle? It's uh, inwit.app. Inwit.app, perfect. I'll put it in and the Inwit description. Is, uh, thank you very much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think what you can do is uh, first to be open, to, to be able to, to, to absorb new ideas or just to question the things that you believe. Uh, follow us on Instagram, visit our website, and uh, remember that Refusing is actually the first step and it's very powerful. So refusing or use, you will feel very powerful. Perfect. Well, yeah, Rico, very happy that this is, the ball is rolling, as you said. (laughs) This is something that's in motion and may one day soon be a normal part of people's lives in Toronto and other cities across the world as a more sustainable solution. So thank you for spending some time to tell us a bit about the journey you've been on. And yeah, we wish you all the best for yeah the, the official launch, which is upcoming. Yes. <laughs> thank you very much, Nahum. And hello, everyone. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember, guys, that you can access a full lesson based on this conversation where you can see pronunciation, vocabulary, grammar points, and you get access to the homework for our next guest. So be sure to access that and we'll see you next time.